to the Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and I'm here, as always, with my lovely wife, Angela, at the controls, and the prophet of the hour, Dr. Andrew. And so, last time, we talked about uh, the introduction to signs, science and symbols of the prophecy, and so now we're going to go to the beginning Back to where it all began. Yeah, so the, uh, I always say we gotta, you gotta break things down. You have to see things from their very basic blocks, okay? Okay. Everything, whether it's science, whether it's mathematics, whether it's your language, you can't, you can't dive in in the middle of it, you know? Okay. Um, so, so we're gonna go to the very beginning. Okay. In other words, the the very beginning of the scripture. Mm. Okay. And um, this is what the Bible and the Torah say. Okay. Okay. It says, "In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth." Genesis Genesis one and one. Okay. How does it start? God created. No, it doesn't start that way. Okay. Well, it says, in the beginning. There you go, in the in beginning. In the beginning. There you go. I, 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 I always get that messed up, but it's in the beginning God did this. And the, and the cool thing about when you say in the beginning is, does God have a beginning? No. So it wasn't applying to God. <laughs> no, it was applying to everything else. It was applying to everything else besides yeah, because, God, right? Because it said, he created. All right. So the, so the irony is you can't look at God as a beginning and an end. Okay? okay? That's the difference, okay? So, in the beginning... Now, the interesting thing is, was everything one in the beginning? No. Why? Because, first of all, there was nothing until God created uh -huh. the heavens and the earth. Right. So and there, so he... It's two, right? It's two. Heaven and earth, right? Right. Actually, more than two, but I'm just saying... Because yeah. there was a plurality. Right. But it was not one, okay? Right. And the Hebrew language says that. So if you look at the Hebrew language, in the beginning is the Hebrew word bersite, okay? okay? And the word bersite does not start with the letter A, does it? No. So it's the first letter in the Hebrew alphabet, or alpha, I should say alphabet, is Aleph, but it starts with bite, okay? okay? Now, the issue with bite is that the word bite has a numerical value. So, Aleph is one, bite is two. Right. So, so the value of the Bible from the beginning starts with the number two. Uh -huh. Okay? Okay. So, so as it is the second letter. It also means the number two, okay? Hmm. So the very word of God says this. In the beginning, it was two. It was not one, okay? And if you look at the language, in the beginning, the word barasite, it means, that word means the first in time and place. Hmm. In other words, there's two things. There's time and, and there's place. place. Okay. Ironically, Einstein tried to combine, combine them together and called it space-time. Okay? So, <clears throat> space-time, or time and space, Okay. Uh, bare sight, 
actually is derived from the Hebrew word rosh. Okay. Okay. And rosh means the head of the body. So, and in other words, it's saying the head of the, of the body created time and space. Okay. So, who was the first in time? And who was the first in place? And who was the head of the body? God the Father. Of course. For the Father was the one who was the first in place. Why? Because did a place exist before him? No. No, there was no place, right? There was nothing. But the place that he created were what? Heavens and earth. Correct. So he created the place. And was there time? When he created the heavens and the earth, no. In my opinion, there wasn't any time. Probably true. Because well, how do you, how do we define time? Uh, we define time when after man came. Mm-hmm. So everything no, before no, that. No, that's not true. That's not true. Because he says he left them for signs for symbols for or he left the lights for signs for time. Yes. Um, that's going good. Okay. So go for it. So now I we 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 ended with me saying that I thought that there was time mm-hmm. when 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 man came, and you said no, that's not true. Yeah, because if you think about it, well, how how do we define a day from the Rising of the sun and the setting of the sun. Right. Which is caused by? Time. No. No. Which is caused by God and the rotation of the earth. Correct. The rotation, right? So it was by the creation of the earth that time was created. Ah. Okay. Okay. So, so, so God himself was the author of, of time. time. Okay. Even the physicists, they, they don't define time that way. They define time as uh, the amount of energy released by an electron of a cesium atom moving from one energy field to another. Sorry, that was, but that's basically how we define. <laughs> that's how you define time on, okay. the, on a space station. So, so even, if you, even if you define it that way, you still need matter in order to define time. Right. Okay? Something has to be there for time. So God is the author of time. Okay? Okay. And as we know, God is the head of the body. Correct. Right? The head of the body is the the word for head is the Hebrew word Elohim. Oh. Okay? Used about 2,600 times in the Bible. Yes. To that to represent the name of God. So you're saying Elohim, head of the body. Elohim, head of the body. Elohim, head of the body. So some important things about Elohim. It's not a neuter noun. It's not a female noun. It's a male noun. Okay? okay. So just as Elohim, the father, is a male, so... Was the first man a male? Correct, right. So, listen to this. It says, Then the Lord formed man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. 
and man became a living being. So the, the, the word for man is the Hebrew word Hadam. Hadam. Which we get what? Which word? Adam. Adam, of course. So that's where we get Adam from, okay? So God said, I am the I am. Yet we know that God is not one person, right? Right. We know that God's a trinity. Right. And it proves that in Genesis 1.27. It says this, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Mm. Okay, so let's go back to what happened in, in the garden. So God created Adam. Where was Eve? Eve wasn't there. She wasn't even there yet. Wait. <laughs> Do you think, really think she wasn't there yet? Well, no. I think she was. <laughs> I, I, you know, the way you put it, I think she was. But she was part of Adam still. Correct. So that is correct. Just as we are, the God is three persons, yet God is one. Right. In the same space, we could say Adam was one, yet he had two in him. Right. Right? Because that's how he created Eve. Yeah. With Adam's rib. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and ironically, rib does not mean rib in Hebrew. It means side. So I believe half of Adam was Eve, as so, I believe. So, in other words, God took Adam, split him in half. Mm-hmm. And created Eve, correct. And then or made, fixed Adam. Adam. Right, exactly. Okay. Okay. So just as man... Is not just one person, so is God not just one, one person. person. Okay. Now, the important con- second important concept, we talked about Elohim being male, just as Adam was male, is that the word God is not a singular word. Elohim is not singular. It's hmm. a plural noun. Did okay. you know that? I get it. Yeah, it's a plural noun, Okay. So the, the singular form of Elohim is El or Eloah. Okay. So the 3,000, the 2,600 times we use Elohim, we're saying God in the plural. And so, in other words, when we say Elohim, we are actually addressing God Trinity, correct. as the A complete plural. Trinity. Correct. Okay. Okay. So the word Eloah compared to the 2,600 times Elohim is used, it's just used 60 times. Okay? Okay. So, so whenever we talk about God, we are not referring to God as Eloah. In fact, if we look at when Eloah is used, we use it, actually Moses uses it when he chastises Israel for worshiping false gods. Mm. Okay, so he says this in 32.15. They abandoned the God, Elohim, who made them, and rejected the rock, their savior. They made him jealous with their foreign gods, Eloah. Okay. Okay, so it's used in the negative form. And angered him with their detestable idols. It is time for us to take a quick break. And I am blown away by this. So, Doc, when we come back, we're going to talk more about the difference between Elohim and Eloah. 
I'm Michael Van Lowe. You're listening to The Prophecy Show on Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. Welcome again, one and all, to The Prophecy Show. You're listening to Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. And here with Dr. Andrew, we're talking about the spirit, the female part of the Trinity. So, we've already established that God is a, one God, but three persons. Three persons. Okay? And, and we, it was foretold that one of them would come to us in time. Okay? Correct. It says this. Ah, there's that word time yeah. again. It says, for a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us. Emmanuel or Jesus, right? Right. And the government will rest on his shoulders. shoulders. And okay. his name will be Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. Actually, this kind of mentions all three of them in one statement, but we'll talk about it some other time. Okay. Isaiah 9 and 6. Okay. Okay, so the Son of God became the Son of Man. Right. There's only way, one way he could become the Son of Man, right? And that was to be born of a human being. Right. So he had to come forth from the womb. Okay. Of a woman, specifically a virgin, okay? Okay. So, as we know, no child other than Adam and Eve, well, actually, they weren't children, they were they, adults. They, right. But they, no child has ever existed on this earth without being born, right? Right. From a womb. Right. Even with all our technology, we still haven't done it. True. Have to, you have to have a surrogate, okay? Okay. For you, it says this, for you formed my inward parts, you will meet in my mother's womb. Yeah, Psalm 139. Okay. Okay. So the scriptures foretold of the Son of Man, and, he, and it foretold of him coming from the womb. Okay. It says, Thus says the Lord who formed me from the womb to be his servant. Mm. Isaiah 49. So it, okay. could, it says over and over again in Isaiah, had to be come as a son of man. Okay. Right. So the prophecy would be fulfilled, obviously. This is his name. His name then called Jesus, God with us, Okay. the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb, Luke 2. Okay? So that's the son, and we talked about the father, the father. right? Right. The father is Abba. Right. Right? Or Ab, actually, is the short form for it. Okay. Which comes from the two letters, the two first words of the alphabet. A and B. Right. Aleph bite, right? Right. And that's highly significant because one and two makes what? Three. Three, right? One, two, three. Right. So there's three. Okay. okay. So the value of the father is three in Greek terms. Uh, if you say you're going to give a Hebrew word a number, it is three. Ah, okay. It's three. That's just a fact, right? Right. Okay. So in the beginning, there were three. Three. Right? Right. And it confirms this. If you look, if you read verse one and two, it says the spirit was there. Right? right? It says, the earth was formless and void, darkness is over the surface of a deep, and the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. Genesis 1 and 2. So which, the Spirit which was there. Which really talks about all three of them being present at of course, the beginning. They were all there at the beginning. Okay? Okay. So the, the revealing bit here is that the word for spirit, the Hebrew word is ruach. Okay? Ruach, okay. Which means breath, wind, and spirit, okay? Wow. 
Now the really important thing is that Ruach is what? Is it male or is it female? It's female. That's a female noun, right? So we talk about the spirit as the third person, and I think we have to conclude that the third person is female. Right, because it says that. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and, and female. He created them. Okay. Genesis 1 and 27. So obviously, it's hard to refute that, right? Right. It's hard to refute that God is partially female. Right. That's just... It's just unless, a, you wanna unless you want to discredit the scripture. I refuse to argue with God. Yeah, so you can discredit the, the, the scripture and say that God is all male, but I probably wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. Okay, and, and that interesting thing here is the analogy, okay? Okay. God created man in his own image, singular. Singular. And he did exactly the same thing on earth, because he created who first? He created Adam first. Right. And then... And then he split them, right? Right. It says, and then it follows in the image of God, he created them. Them. Male and female. Right, because therein lied Eve. Right. So you see the, and you see the perfect metaphor, right? I do. Okay. So the Greek word for spirit is the word pneuma, okay? Pneuma. It means exactly the same thing. Breath, okay. wind, and spirit. Okay. So it is through the breath of God that we were given life. Correct. Right? It's in our nostrils. Right. It says this, Then the Lord God formed man of dust. Man, you're getting better than me at this. From the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Okay. And man became a living being. Right. Genesis 2 and 7. Do you remember okay. when the Son first gave the apostles the Spirit? He gave the apostles the Spirit in the upper room. He told them that I go to prepare a place for you, but I will send you a comforter. Uh, so you're thinking about the Pentecost, right? Right. No, it was before then. Yeah, but, but okay, that was the Pentecost. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Okay, so correct me. So he, so Christ was crucified, died, and was buried. And was buried and resurrected, right? Right. And when he was in talking to the apostles. Okay, so that was when he. Right before he ascended into heaven. Well, it was probably the first day or two when he saw them. Okay. So it says, because he breathed in them this Holy Spirit. Right. It says okay. this. It says, he breathed on them ah. and said to them, receive the Holy the Spirit. Spirit. Okay. John 20. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, the Pentecost was the important one, but he gave, it, gave them the Spirit before then. Okay. 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 Uh, so I talked about, yeah, that the Spirit is breath, but it's also wind, okay? Correct. And that's what Christ taught us. He said, if you really are a child of the Spirit, it's like wind. He said this, the wind blows where it wishes, you hear the sound of it, but do not know where it comes from and where it is going. Correct. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. John 3. Spirit mm. is the, hard, the Spirit is the hardest thing as far as, because if you think about it, God came as the Father through Moses. Right. And, and he came as thunder and lightning and trumpets, and the people still disobeyed. And, and, and a cloud of smoke. Yeah, by I mean, you know, it just kind of baffles me that night. you would see God as the Shekinah and still disobey Him. Right. And then, and then God came as a Son to talk to you, right? Right. And He was a man that could talk to us and teach us. And so, He took three years 
So if you think about the, uh, spirit, is the hardest one because you can't see it. You can't see it. You don't know when it comes. You can only you, you can only you can only feel the spirit in your heart. Right. And it's hard. It's very difficult. But I think when you feel it, that it's pretty obvious. You know what I mean? It is. Okay. So ruach and numa also mean the spirit. Okay. Okay. And the prophet Isaiah said that. He said that the son would come with the spirit. Right. He says, Behold my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom my soul delights. Okay. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. Isaiah mm. 42. Okay. Okay. And surely enough, the son was conceived by the spirit through the womb of a virgin, through the womb of mankind. Okay. okay says this, this Holy Spirit will come upon you, when he was talking to Mary. Right. An angels talking to Mary. says, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. Mm. So you see the Son of God and the Son of Man? Yes. So the Spirit sent, conceived through the womb as the Son of God, and Mary conceived through her womb, as the son of, of man. man, perfectly in half, right? Okay. Son of God and son, son of, of man. man. Okay. So then, in other words, he would come to us in time. Mm. And the son would testify that he had the spirit in him. He said this, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me. Anointed me, right? That whole idea of Messiah. Right. To preach the gospel to the poor. Okay. Sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. Okay. Luke 4 and 18. Mm. So in other words, the son would have to live, and he says here that he would have to die, right? In order for the comforter to come. Right. So he foretold that. He said... I will pour out on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplication so that they will look on me when they have pierced me and they will mourn for him as one mourns for an only son and they will weep bitterly over him like the weeping over a firstborn. Where does that sound like it came from? Uh, sounds like it came from the Catholic Church. No. But, it's from the scripture. Yeah, but... What well, part uh, of the scripture? Yeah, but... It's kind of like, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is that in the ritual of the Catholic Church, that's where it ends. Right. It never goes beyond that to the coming of the Spirit. Yeah, all, all I'm asking is where, where, what, what book of uh, the Bible did it come out of? John. No. <laughs> Sounds no. like it came out of John. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was predicted way before. Five hundred years before it okay, came out so of that mean came, came out, out of, of Zechariah. Really? Yeah. Okay. That sounds like it came right out of John, but it's from Zechariah. Okay. Predicted five hundred years before it even happened. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because the sound. The reason why it sounds like it came out of John is because those were the things that yeah, John was exactly talking what happened. about. Yeah, exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. Okay. So we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to finish up talking about the spirit. I'm Michael Van Lowe, your host. This is The Prophecy Show on Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org.
to the Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and I'm here, as always, with my lovely wife, Angela, at the controls, and the prophet of the hour, Dr. Andrew. And so, last time, we talked about uh, the introduction to signs, science and symbols of the prophecy, and so now we're going to go to the beginning Back to where it all began. Yeah. So the uh, I always say we gotta you gotta t- break things down. You have to see things from their very basic blocks. Okay. Okay. Everything, whether it's science, whether it's mathematics, whether it's your language, you can't you can't dive in in the middle of it. You know. Okay. Um, so so we're gonna go to the very beginning. Okay. In other words, the the very beginning of the scripture. Mm. Okay. And um, this is what the Bible and the Torah say. Okay. Okay. It says, "In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth." Genesis with Genesis one and one. Okay. How does it start? God created. No, it doesn't start that way. Okay. Well, it says, in the beginning. There you go. In the in beginning. The beginning. Hey, go. I, 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 I always get that messed up, but it's in the beginning God did this. And the, and the cool thing about when you say in the beginning is, does God have a beginning? No. So it wasn't applying to God. <laughs> no, it was applying to everything else. It was applying to everything else besides yeah, because, God, right? Because it said he created. All right. So the, so the irony is you can't look at God as a beginning and an end. Okay? okay? That's the difference, okay? So, in the beginning, now the interesting thing is, was everything one in the beginning? No. Why? Because, first of all, there was nothing until God created uh-huh. the heavens and the earth. Right. So and there, so he... It's two, right? It's two. Heaven and earth, right? Right. Actually, more than two, but I'm just saying, because heavens, yeah. there was a plurality. Right. But it was not one, okay? Right. And the Hebrew language says that. So if you look at the Hebrew language, in the beginning is the Hebrew word bersite, okay? okay? And the word bersite does not start with the letter A, does it? No. So it's the first letter in the Hebrew alphabet or alphabet. I should say alphabite, is Aleph, but it starts with bite, okay? okay? Now, the issue with bite is that the word bite has a numerical value. So Aleph is one, bite is two. Right. So, so the value of the Bible from the beginning starts with the number two. Okay? Uh-huh. Okay. So... So as it is the second letter, it also means the number two, okay? Hmm. So the very word of God says this. In the beginning, it was two. It was not one, okay? And if you look at the language in the beginning, the word barasite, it means, that word means the first in time and place. Hmm. In other words, there's two things. There's time and, and there's place. place. Okay. Ironically, Einstein tried to combine, combine them together and called it space-time. Okay? So, <clears throat> space-time, or time and space, Okay. Uh, bear sight, 
actually is derived from the Hebrew word rosh. Okay. Okay. And rosh means the head of the body. So, and in other words, it's saying the head of the, of the body created time and space. Okay. So, who was the first in time? And who was the first in place? And who was the head of the body? God the Father. Of course. For the Father was the one who was the first in place. Why? Because did a place exist before him? No. No, there was no place, right? There was nothing. But the place that he created were what? Heavens and earth. Correct. So he created the place. And was there time? When he created the heavens and the earth, no. My opinion, there wasn't any time. Probably true. Because well, how do you, how do we define time? Uh, we define time when after man came. Mm -hmm. So everything no, before no, that. No, that's not true. That's not true. Because he says he left them for signs for symbols for. Or he left the lights for signs for time. Yes. Um, that's going good. Okay. So go for it. So now I we 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 ended with me saying that I thought that there was time mm -hmm. when 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 man came, and you said no, that's not true. Yeah, because if you think about it, well, uh -huh. how do we define a day? From the Rising of the sun and the setting of the sun. Right. Which is caused by? Time. No. No. Which is caused by God and the rotation of the earth. Correct. The rotation, right? So it was by the creation of the earth that time was created. Ah. Okay. Okay. So, so, so God himself was the author of, of time. time. Okay. Even the physicists, they, they don't define time that way. They define time as uh, the amount of energy released by an electron of a cesium atom moving from one energy field to another. Sorry, that was, but that's basically how we define. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you define time on, okay. a, on a space station. So, so even, if you, even if you define it that way, you still need matter in order to define time. Right. Okay? Something so, has to be there right. so, for time. So God is the author of time. Okay? Okay. And as we know, God is the head of the body. Correct. Right? The head of the body mean, is the, the word for head is the Hebrew word Elohim. Oh. Okay? And used about 2,600 times in the Bible. Yes. To, that, to represent the name of God. So you're saying Elohim, head of the body. Elohim, head of the body. Elohim, head of the body. So some important things about Elohim. It's not a neuter noun. It's not a female noun. It's a male noun. Okay? okay. So just as Elohim, the father, is a male, so... Was the first man a male? Correct, right. So, listen to this. It says, Then the Lord formed man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. 
and man became a living being. So the, the, the word for man is the Hebrew word Hadam. Hadam. Which we get what? Which word? Adam. Adam, of course. So that's where we get Adam from, okay? So God said, I am the I am. Yet we know that God is not one person, right? Right. We know that God's a trinity. Right. And it proves that in Genesis one twenty-seven. It says this. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Mm. Okay, so let's go back to what happened in, in the garden. So God created Adam. Where was Eve? Eve wasn't it. She wasn't even there yet. Wait. <laughs> Do you think, really think she wasn't there yet? Well, no. I think she was. <laughs> I, 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 you know... The way you put it, I think she was. But she was part of Adam still. Correct. So that is correct. Just as we are, the God is three persons, yet God is one. Right. In the same space, we could say Adam was one, yet he had two in him. Right. Right? Because that's how he created Eve. Yeah. With Adam's rib. Yeah, exactly. And, I, and ironically, rib does not mean rib in Hebrew. It means... Side. So I believe half of Adam was Eve, as what so, I believe. So, in other words, God took Adam, split him in half. Mm-hmm. And they created Eve, correct. And then or made, fixed Adam. Adam. Right, exactly. Okay. Okay. So just as man is not just one person, so is God not just one, one person. person. Okay. Now, the important con- second important concept, we talked about Elohim being male, just as Adam was male, is that the word God is not a singular word. Elohim is not singular. It's hmm. a plural noun. Did okay. you know that? I get it. Yeah, it's a plural noun, okay? So the, the singular form of Elohim is El or Eloah. Okay. So the three thousand, the two thousand six hundred times we use Elohim, we're saying God in the plural. And so, in other words, when we say Elohim, we are actually addressing God Trinity, correct. as the A complete plural. Trinity. Correct. Okay. Okay. So the word Eloah, compared to the two thousand six hundred times Elohim is used, is just used sixty times. Okay. Okay. So, so whenever we talk about God, we are not referring to God as Eloah. In fact, if we look at when Eloah is used, we use it, actually Moses uses it when he chastises Israel for worshiping false gods. Mm. Okay? So he says this in 32.15. They abandoned the God, Elohim, who made them and rejected the rock, their savior. They made him jealous with their foreign gods, Eloah. Okay. Okay, so it's used in the negative form. And angered him with their detestable idols. It is time for us to take a quick break. And I am blown away by this. So, Doc, when we come back, we're going to talk more about the difference between Elohim and Eloah. 
I'm Michael Van Lowe. You're listening to The Prophecy Show on Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. show we're talking about the spirit and I'm gonna let dr. Andrew just continue because I was woo. so the so we talked that the Sun came to be with us in what in 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 time in time correct so the part about in place is not fulfilled yet okay, no. okay. I mean it will be fulfilled in a second here but I'm okay. just saying that the Sun came in time the Father could not come in time no. nor in place. Okay? Right. So, so someone would have to come to fulfill that place. Right. Okay? And the Son prophesied that he would leave, that he had to leave. Okay? Right. That he couldn't be there anymore. He couldn't be on earth anymore. Right. So that the Spirit could come. Okay? Right. And he said this, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. John 14 and 16. Okay? Thus came the Spirit. Right. Now, when it, what does that sound like when I say that? He will give you another helper to be with you. Well, it sounds like place. No. I mean, what, what part of Scripture does that sound like? Can't miss it. We just talked about it. Oh, okay? yeah. We talked about, we, we ta I, I talked about John. You told me it came from Zechariah. So, so we're, remember, we talked about a helper earlier? Yes. What, what was that? What were we talking about? Help me. <laughs> it's Genesis. Okay. Remember I started that? to say Genesis. Remember that? Adam was, yes, Adam, Adam was created. He was asked to name everything. Right. And he couldn't find out. Ah, it. the helper, Genesis. Right. So what did he say? He said, God said, it is not good for the man, man to, to be, be alone. alone. I will and make so, him a helper suitable and, for him. And, and so now he's saying that again. It's not good for you to be here without me or my son. So I'm sending you a helper, the spirit. You got it. Oh, man. Genesis 2 and 8, right? Okay. Okay, so the word helper is the Greek word parakletos. Okay. Which means advocate, okay? Okay. So we often call Satan our adversary, right? Right. So the spirit is our advocate, advocate. the opposite. Hmm. And it actually, advocate, the, the definition of parakletos means one who walks beside us. Okay. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, it does. Sounds like... Eve walking beside Adam right, in the Garden of Eden. It's a definition of female. Ah. One who walks besides man. Okay. Okay. Same definition. Okay. So God not only sits in the heavens above, right? Right. Father and Son. But now the Spirit is here on earth in the place right. where we are to dwell. Right. So, so the Spirit fulfills that requirement of place. Okay. And where does the Spirit dwell? It dwells within us. Right. So we are the temple now. And the Spirit and dwells in us. that's how we became the temple, because the Spirit dwells within us. Correct. You got it. Okay. Because the first temple was Built. dwelt in by the Father, right? Right. Second temple, same thing. Right. Dwelled in by the Father. And the next temple was Christ the temple, right? Okay. But the Christ the temple had to leave, right? Right. So we have become that the third temple. Okay. 
We are the temple that the Spirit dwells in. Mm. Okay? Okay. So as our advocate, the Spirit is the one that teaches us all things that come from the Father and teaches us to remember the Son. Okay. okay. It says that clearly, John 14. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, the Spirit will teach you all things and bring to you remembrance all that I said to you. Mm. John 14. Okay. Remembrance is important because remembrance is the mind of God. Right. Just as Christ is the mind of God. Okay. Okay? But, he warned us. He said, never speak against the Spirit. He says, for everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him. But he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven him. Okay, now I want to stop you right there because I have a question. Sure. So, how do you speak against the Spirit? You deny the Spirit. In other words, if the Spirit comes knocking at your door and you don't allow her in. That's when you have a problem. That's when you have an issue. Okay. Because we are meant to be the temple. And so the temple has to let the Spirit in. Yeah. Otherwise, it gets wiped off with dust. Okay. Okay. So, another important reason why that's true is the paracletus also has a second meaning. Okay. It means the counselor in a court of law. And so... Spread your lawyer. <laughs> so, so, in other words, when you stand before God... Right, the judge. Christ and the Spirit are your advocates. Correct. And if... Either decide not to advocate for you, you have no hope. You become part of wo those crushed in the wine press. Correct. Thank you. Yeah. So the Spirit is our advocate, as our adversary is Satan. Okay. So the Spirit is your lawyer. The Spirit is your witness at the judge, at the judgment. Okay. Okay. So just as God has been our witness, God has been with us both in place and, and in time. time. Okay. Right? So sun, sun fulfills time, spirit Here fulfills, fulfills place. place. Wow. Okay? So we speak of the good news of the Trinity in the Trinity, right? Right. So it's this. You, we all know the great, the great instruction, right? Right. Go, Go therefore. Make all disciples the all the nations. Yep. Yeah. And preach the good news to everyone, everywhere, in the name of the Father, the Son, and, most importantly, the Holy Spirit. Matthew 28, right? Right. And the Spirit teaches us, us of all things that will come. So, we are at that time where the end is coming. And right. And the end is when the Spirit shall pour out herself upon all of mankind. Okay. This is this. It will come about after this that I will pour out my spirit on all mankind. And your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Mm -hmm. Your young men will see visions. Okay. Even on the male and female servants. Okay. I will pour out my spirit in those days. That's from Joel 2 and Acts 23. Wow. So it's in two places. 
It's just exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, we're at that time where the spirit will will come forth in full force. Okay. And those who choose to be his servants. And that and that's why we know we're in the last days. Yeah. Because it's time for the spirit to come. Yeah, exactly. And the events on earth at this time prove that out. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah. That it is. I, I, you know what? Yeah. No, go ahead. Okay, so I, I think that based on where our politics is going and, and what's going on, in the world today, mm -hmm. with with ISIS and Tatar al Sadr, which nobody's hardly talking about, and and the events of uh, and the things that are going on with other world leaders, that it's coming very very close to that time. It's very close. It's where very close. where the earth is going to end as we know it, mm -hmm. and the wine pressed is going to be pressed, and two thirds of the world of the inhabitants of the earth are going to be wiped out. Well, yeah, they'll be here. No, they'll still be stuck here. Two-thirds will be stuck here in the judgment. Okay. But the judgment is the wine press. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the part. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Two-thirds are going to be yeah. crushed in the wine press. Correct. So, yeah. So I hope that you, you, you got what we were talking about today, and when we come back next week, we'll have another fascinating and fantastic word from Dr. Andrew. This is The Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and until next week, take care of yourself.